as we go through life, oftentimes God brings us to a crossroad. Maybe it's a career change. Maybe it's moving to a different town. Maybe even if it's a call into the ministry. Maybe you're a college student uh, looking to graduate or a high school student looking to go to a certain place or a certain college. Or maybe you're at that great decision of who to marry. All of this and more will be talked about on today's Bible Connection. Often, Stephen, we have difficulty discerning what is God's specific will in our lives. Uh, how about you tell our audience members what is something that you had trouble discerning God's will in or maybe a way that God led you down a specific path in your life? Sure, uh, I would say, Matt, that one of the biggest decisions so far in my life, in my young life, would be where to go to college. And there were so many options out there, it was just a nightmare uh, trying to narrow it down. Uh, but you know, God really worked through several things. He worked through uh, people in my life, and He worked through circumstances, and uh, really His Word. And and so I'm really glad that I, I followed the Lord's direction in that and, uh, you know, listened to what He wanted for my life. Yeah, that's very good. There's often been times where, uh, you know, I definitely didn't understand the will of God and everything he was doing. Uh, one of those um, instances is uh, uh, my dad decided to move to Iowa when I was in ninth grade. And so my dad, my brother, and myself, we moved out there to Iowa. And literally, we did not know anyone uh, other than the church that we kind of started going to. But when we first moved there, we didn't know anyone. Wow. Uh, and as a 15-year-old boy, it was a little bit difficult leaving my friends, uh, leaving my extended family uh, there in Ohio and kind of uh, trusting my dad or doing the best to trust my dad. Uh, but I can tell you, because we went to Iowa, the Lord has directed and led my path in certain ways uh, that I don't have time to share on the show, but uh, definitely was God's will. And uh, even when we got there and got settled, it, it was just uh, God gave a peace in my heart that we were in the will of God, even in that. And then through different circumstances of uh, mm -hmm. where I went to college and after college and everything, all goes back to my dad following God's will mm -hmm. to move us to Iowa uh, when I was 15 years old. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing how you can trace really a whole series of events back to one decision. And that's why it's important for us to make godly decisions and follow his will for our lives. Yeah, and like you said, you can trace it back to one decision. Uh, and sometimes we can look at our life and trace it back to a good decision or a bad decision. Yeah. And uh, we're going to dive into the scriptures today, and we're going to look at two different aspects here on the Bible Connection. First of all, we're going to look at what is God's general will, uh, what is God's will for everybody out there, and then secondly, what is God's specific will? And maybe you are someone who's struggling trying to make a decision uh, that would impact your life, your family, your finances, uh, your future, really, and uh, what are some steps you can take to make sure... Uh, you make the right decision uh, in that. Mm -hmm. So as far as God's general will for mankind, there's a few scripture passages we can go to that sort of shed a light on that. And uh, first of all, you know, we know that God's will for everyone is that they would be saved. Uh, he is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Then here's another passage in 
Revelation, and it says, let's see, Revelation 4.11, For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Now that word pleasure, and I'm not a Greek scholar like Matt, uh, but it's translated will 63 other times in the New Testament. So for God's will, we are created. And then another few passages, John chapter 6 and verse 40 uh, Jesus Christ says, And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one that seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. So God's will for us is that we would be saved and that we would live forever uh, in heaven with him. Yeah, and that's going to tie in importantly to when we get to God's specific will is that uh, if we don't, if we're not saved, we don't have God's Spirit controlling us and guiding us, and so we don't, we're not able to rely on that in making life decisions. But as a Christian, God tells us at least uh, two specific things that uh, where God says this is the will of God for a Christian to do. First of all, in First Thessalonians four three, it says, "For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication." God's will for a Christian is that we would be sanctified or, or set apart or, or different than the world and that we would avoid uh, fornication or we would avoid sin in our lives. Yeah. And uh, we've talked about that here on uh, the podcast before about making right decisions with media, with music and friends. And so taking that and making it practical as well. And then it says here in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Uh, being a thankful person is something that God says, this is his will for your life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, being a, a person that doesn't complain and being a person that uh, is not negative and being a person that is thankful and grateful for what God has done and what other people have done in their life is uh, one way that you could perform God's will. Yeah, and that's pretty much a command right there. Uh, This is the will of God concerning you. There's no bones about it. Uh, But it's very clear in Scripture that we're to abstain from fornication, that we are to give thanks at all times. Yeah, and we can look at many other verses that of Bible commands uh, that they don't necessarily say, this is the will of God to forgive Mm -hmm. one another. But it's a Bible command that we should forgive one another. Mm-hmm. So we can look at every Bible command uh, and say that's God's will for a Christian. First Peter one fifteen and 16. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, uh, for I am holy. So here you have an example of God's word being a clear command that if we're not following that command, we are not in his will. Mm-hmm. So these are kind of just basic. Every Christian should be doing these things. Very easy stuff. I know I'm using hand motions, and you guys can't even see them, but they're great. It helps. That was a double thumbs up, by the way. Uh, you can cut that or leave it in, however. Uh, uh, but maybe you are there, and you're kind of in the situation we talked about in the beginning of the episode. You have a life-changing decision in front of you. And... Uh, you got to determine what are you going to do. Uh, are you going to take that new job? Are you going to move your family to a different state? Are you going to, if you're single, marry that person? Are you going to go to that college? Are you going to choose that major? Uh, and these uh, are not necessarily listed in God's word. 
you know, many times I've had to determine uh, where I'm going to live and who I was going to marry. I wasn't able to go to God's word and look up in the Bible says uh, Matthew McNeil should marry Sarah McNeil. Uh, that That's not in God's word. Uh, God doesn't write his word like that. So we're going to kind of continue on our conversation about God's word. And in Psalm 119 and verse 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. How about I make a comment? <laughs> Why don't you make a comment? Look, you just you, you took me off guard there. Sorry. Sorry. And so we've already talked about obeying God's simple commands that are in Scripture. But often, sometimes God's Holy Spirit will work along with God's Word to help either confirm a decision we should make. And, and I'm just going to say this. God's Spirit is never going to go against God's Word. That's a good point. In other words, I've met people who say, oh, it's God desires me, or I think God wants me to go down this career path. But yet, that career uh, is allowing that person to specifically go against God's Word. Uh, they begin to go, I think I should date this girl, is usually how it starts. I think God wants me to date this girl. But the Bible is not lining up with uh, either the interaction that that person's having with uh the one they're dating or maybe the lifestyle of the person they're dating does not line up with God's word. And so the, but they say, Oh, the Holy spirit is leading me into this uh, or I've prayed about it. And often that's a cop out for us to get our way. Yeah. That's, that's such a classic, such a classic tool in like Bible college or Christian schools. Like, uh, I'm asking you out or I need to be with you because it's God's will for my life, you know? Yeah. Or, uh, I'm making this decision or I'm turning away from this career that God had me in, and I'm turning over here because it's more money. And people say, well, I prayed about it, and God mm-hmm. wants me to do this. But yet all the other outside circumstances, all the other counselors, which we'll get to in a minute, are pointing uh, to a different direction. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that's another one of those Christian catchphrases, you know, it's God's will, et cetera, et cetera. People say that without really meaning it mm-hmm. nowadays. And... uh the next thing is not just only God's word, but also pray about it. And this is where we got to make sure that our spirit, that our will is not manipulating ourselves. The Bible says our heart is desperately wicked and who can know it? And sometimes we deceive ourselves. And I know my heart has done it before where I desire something and I desire it so much where I say, oh yeah, sure, this is what God wants me to do. And we twist God's uh, will and really it's our will uh, but the Bible says here in Luke 11 to um, this was Jesus and his disciples asked him how to pray and he said unto them when ye pray say our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done as in heaven so in earth and Jesus was desiring to do the will of God we see that in some other instances where uh Jesus was uh, submissive, and he says, Not my will, but thine be done, Lord, mm-hmm. uh, when he went to the cross. Luke 22. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so here we see that he's praying and saying, Lord, what is thy will? And we also need to take the time to pray about a situation. Never make a rash decision. When it's a big thing, uh, changing careers, changing job. 
buying a house, getting married, the biggest decision outside of salvation you'll ever make, uh, choice of college, choice of career, all these things, make sure you pray about it. And God can lead your spirit in that way. And, uh, you know, one of those prayers that we can pray is, is what's written in Psalm chapter 40 and verse 8. David here said, I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. And so pray that prayer with David that you delight to do God's will. And, and that means that you do not delight to do your own will. And that's probably the hardest part of it. Mm-hmm. And so we've talked about when discerning God's will, you need to read God's word. You need to pray. Uh, lastly here, uh, choose some godly counselors. Choose some godly counselors. Proverbs eleven fourteen says, Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And mm-hmm. man, I have really appreciated this uh, verse in my life of uh, seeking decisions, whether marriage or career choice or where to go after college. I always had about four or five different counselors uh, in my life that I would call and I would go to and get their advice on the situation. And so I'd encourage you, if it's a career choice, talk to some godly counselors. I, there's no specific number the Bible says here, but the, so as in the multitude of counselors, I encourage you, get four or five different people and run it by them. And this is not just uh, find four or five people to agree with you. I know people that they ask everyone and they say, well, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And it doesn't matter if five of them say, oh, don't do it. Uh, The one they talk to is the one that says, oh, go ahead, do it. That sounds good. And it's like uh, you're just trying to find people to agree with you. And I tell you what, there's always going to be someone that's going to agree with what you desire. They're always out there. There are people, places. There's always someone that's just going to agree with you to either make you feel good or uh, maybe they just want to uh, applaud you or something like that. But seek people who will tell you Scripture, who are faithful in church, who are faithfully reading their Bible, faithful Christians that are serving serving the Lord faithfully, that will be a friend, that will even say no that's not the right decision uh, you need to reconsider yeah that reminds me of the story of Rehoboam he went to the wrong people for advice and well first he went to the right people but then he went to his friends and his contemporaries and they gave him wrong advice and he ended up uh, disobeying the Lord by following their advice yeah and uh, King Rehoboam was just looking for somebody to agree with him yep he took the counsel of the wise man or the older man he said I don't want that and so he brought in young men. They agreed with him, and that's the device he took and uh, caused Israel to sin. And so, for instance, maybe there's five godly counselors you have. If four of them say, yeah, you're on the right path, and one says, I got some hesitation on that, I'll take a step back and pray about it, continue to pray about it, uh, because I really think God can uniquely work through counselors and even unify them in that decision and Uh, Maybe there is going to be a counselor that maybe differs on something, but I would hesitantly and slowly make that decision. And like I said, these counselors need to be praying, reading God's Word, and being faithful in church. You as well, to make that decision, you got to make sure you're in in church and reading the Bible on a daily basis and praying. God is not someone that's just going to magically answer a prayer request that 
you haven't prayed for six months or had your devotions for six months, and all of a sudden you have a big decision and you pray two times. That's not how God's work. We need to love and learn and follow God, and that's done by that daily time with him. Mm. One more thing I'd like to say is in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present your bodies a living sacrifice, mm. wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Uh, this verse is not talking about three levels of God's will. It's not talking about God's good will and then God's acceptable will and then God's perfect will. But all these aspects are describing God's will. And God's will is good. It's acceptable. It's something that he wants to give us. It's something that we should desire. It's something that's going to be good for us. And and God's will is perfect. God doesn't say, oh, oops, sorry, I I made a mistake. You were supposed to marry uh, this person and not this person. Oh, my bad. God's will is perfect. God knows what he's doing. Uh, But if we go back to the first part of the verse, it it talks about being a living sacrifice. And really what I see in there is someone being submissive. Yep. Having a humble heart and having a heart that is submissive to the Lord uh, is one of the key ingredients for following God. Hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a youth pastor here in East Tennessee, and often uh, kids make decisions to do, go to a variety of different colleges, whether it's uh, uh, to go out right into the career field or whether it's to go into um, maybe do online courses or maybe to go to a community college here or another secular college uh, in another state or maybe it's a, to a Christian college uh, or maybe it's to a ministry college and going to the ministry. And uh, often I tell them this. I say, when I ask you why you choose a college, what are you going to answer? And oftentimes, many people say, ooh, close to home. Oh, oh, the cost. Oh, good academics. And all those are very important, but I don't want them to say that. I want them to say, because it's God's will. Mm-hmm. And any decision you have in your life, it should be because it's God's will. It shouldn't be you take that new job because it pays more, better benefits. Or it shouldn't be, that, oh, I can move here and be closer to family, or I can move here and and uh, be closer to this, or I can uh, really want to be in this town because it's a growing town. Those are all things to consider and all important. But every decision should be rooted in the fact that it's God's will. Anything else outside of that uh, is just bonus. Uh, so are you accomplishing God's will for your life today? And I believe God leads and directs in mysterious ways, and I hope you are submissive to him. And I hope you are guided by his word, by his spirit, and by godly counsel. Well, thanks, Matt, for those good words of advice. I hope that you can find a friend, uh, a godly person, uh, that will help you in those times of decisions. But ultimately, go to God's word and follow his spirit. And if there's anything that we at the Bible Connection can help you with, we would love to do that. Just send us a message at our email address, bibleconnection.cbc 
at gmail.com. Or you can uh, find us on our Facebook page, uh, The Bible Connection, and uh, look for our logo there, uh, the same logo that we have on our podcast as well. And on there as well, interact with our questions each week. And uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying that. I'm trying to get better at posting things. And I am not one that's into social media, but I'm trying to get into it. (laughs) Uh, for the sake of the podcast and that we might have that interaction as well. And so we'll have some questions on there this week. And so I hope you guys have a great week, and I hope you guys uh, follow God's will for your life this week. Thank you guys once again for joining us here on The Bible Connection. Am I asking oh, you or are you asking me? I didn't know me? if you hit the no. recording button yet. I was going almost said most difficult. Oh, I don't, I hate. The, One know. of the biggest, most yeah. difficult. It's huge. It's every day. No. Okay. I, I got, I got, I know what I'm going to say. I know what I'm going to say now. Every day, practical, huge. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs>